Welcome to this week's material, episode 120. That's 120 for those of you using the metric system, the only correct system in the world. I'm one of your hosts, Russell Ivanovich. I are another one of your hosts, Andy Notko. And I am the other host, Florence Ion. There Either are so one. many hosts. It's such a good <laughs> podcast. I, I think we're gonna we're gonna have some fun today. Um, we we have a lot of stuff to cover. Obviously, the the Google event was last week. We talked about all the the pixels and the all the other things that are happening. We've we've done that. We're finished. We're never going to talk about that again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because everything they ever release is always perfect. <laughs> always. It never creates a huge disaster. <laughs> Oh, we'll definitely, definitely get that, uh, to that later in the show. But Andy, I really want to hear whether, uh, firstly, whether Flo has her jelly phone yet, because last week, I don't know if you remember, like Andy had the jelly phone, Flo didn't. There was a little bit of a, I don't know, jealousy, envy, imbalance thing going on. So Flo, this week, do, do you have a jelly phone? I have no jelly phone. I've had other packages arrive from China slash AliExpress, but not the jelly phone. Did you get all excited every single time one of those came up? You're like, oh, this is the... I oh. get so... I mean... It's probably, I probably shouldn't talk about my AliExpress addiction on this podcast <laughs> because, because for, I recognize that what I'm doing is just incredibly wasteful for my carbon footprint, for uh, the economy. I am pumping money into another country, but I will tell you those little joy, those little nuggets of joy that come in from overseas, it's, it just warms my heart. Uh, in fact, the other day I bought light up led um eyelashes how <laughs> <laughs> are those really powered did. how do they power That's, those i need to know they have like a little i haven't taken them out of the package but from what i saw on uh the little picture that they had on the listing they have a little battery pack that you tuck behind your ear <laughs> <That's> <laughs> amazing. I, I was just imagining like a solar panel hat to go with it that just like powers them no 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 a little like a literal eyelash that is cool. Like eyelashes that you would put on. Anyway, we'll see how they work. <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's the great thing about ordering things from China. You get to have all the great stuff that has not been approved by any like American exactly. safety <laughs> testing or, or agency yet. <laughs> Wait, so does that mean the jelly phone wasn't approved by? I don't know. May, maybe. But see, I, I, I will I, I will share your, your, your shame slash joy. Uh, I have the, the it's like I I love Adafruit. I support Adafruit all the time. I love the Adafruit store. I have a slight shopping addiction for the Adafruit store. Uh, however, that, as soon as I'm thinking, oh man, if I if I could, what could I do with like a thousand NeoPixels, like a thousand individually addressable, like color changing LEDs? Oh yeah, that, I could do that. But oh, that would be so much. That, they, they cost like so much money. But then I'll go look. Oh well, if I buy them direct from China, I can buy like an entire like break apart panel of these for about one tenth the money. And I will. Uh, sh shall I tell you that I have in in my eBay like watch list? I can order. Shipping from China an exact replica of uh, an Academy Award statuette, and it looks like perfect. The same. It's not like plastic. It's not inflatable. It's not that lame like drugstore. Oh, you can, and you look close. Oh wait, no, he's holding like a little laurel wreath. No, it's he's he's holding a sword and everything. He's got all the contours, and I'm like, I would just like to own this and just like have it in the background of a podcast with a shelf full of stuff and yes. never mentioned anything about it. And then when someone asks about it, I say, oh, uh, yeah, uh, well, this is, oh, you're, you're talking about my uh, Pixar Renderman uh, walking teep. Yeah, that's it. And every time, as if I'm diverting attention. Yeah, I, it's a, I, know, I know it's wrong, but it's like, I want an Oscar and this is the best. I, I, I can earn it by getting money. I can't earn it by excellence in the art of filmmaking. 
But so I. <laughs> Andy, Andy, yeah. that's, that's a good purchase. I'm you, sad for us. You just need to make that. <laughs> Don't even think twice. Just go back to eBay, hit the buy it now button. I'm sick. Like I'm sick and tired of waiting for my friends to 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 win one honestly, so that I can just like <laughs> visit their office and take a picture with it, just one damn picture. And then you, and you know, as soon as I as soon as I spend that two hundred fifty dollars, they're going to be calling me to say, "Hey, can I come to you? You know, come up to you to your house and visit, and then maybe take a picture." I may or may not be wearing a wearing a tuxedo. Oh, look, Andy, you I need a friend. Do. You need a friend who's got a who's an egot though, who's got all four, because <laughs> you want to get all four in the picture there. Russell, wow. do you know about the EGOT? I've never heard about the EGOT. What? So you've it's got the, the Oscars? Emmy, the Emmy? Emmy, Grammy, uh, Oscar. Oscar, Tony. Now, look, I think so, our Australian listeners would point out that you've forgotten the Logie. If you don't get the gold Logie, like, what is it What is it worth? Nothing. What nothing. That? You've never heard of the gold Logie? You should look it up. For our listeners that are like, what is he talking about? Just Google it. That's like our local Australian like TV awards. They're great. <laughs> the greatest, in fact. <laughs> got a really quick Australian rant because I just ins- I love inserting Australia into every podcast I can. Like if it's if it's kangaroos or koalas or whatever. Like, well, it is the Queensland. It is the Queensland. That's right. I, I may actually be employed by a tourism board as well. You know, taking taking money on the side. But here's my problem. Right, last week we talked about all the Google events. I, I got all excited. You know, off the podcast or whatever. I stayed up and I'm like, right, what can I order? So let me just run you through the things that I can order. Mm-hmm. It, it's a long list, so I hope you settle yourself in. Absolutely nothing. So, really? <laughs> exactly. The, the the Pixel Two is coming soon. So I, I was literally watching TV last night, and Google ran a thirty second ad like with um, Telstra, one of our carriers here, advertising <gasps> oh, the that's thing. So mean. You can't order it from Telstra. <laughs> you can't order it from Google. You can't buy it from JB Hi Five, as Yasmin calls it. It's available nowhere. Um, the rumor is third week of October. It might maybe go up for pre order here. The Google Home Mini is also available home uh, soon. The Max is just like, meh, it might come to America like in December, but good luck ever getting in Australia. Like the, the laptop is, none of the products are here. And, and I hear a lot from our like European listeners and, you know, even people in Ireland and places like that and they're like, we don't get it either. So, you know, you're, you're both American. I just want to put it out there that Google, just just bring these things to Australia. It's not that hard. The, the ocean distance from China to the US and from China to Australia is pretty much the same. You're crossing the same ocean, just, just send them down here. Do I need to come visit you and bring you gifts of good tidings? <laughs> well, I may actually be planning a trip to your country to, to collect some of this stuff. I was just thinking about visiting your country the other day. But anyway, we could talk about that later. You definitely should. Like I said, I'm employed by the tourism board. We encourage you to visit all the places. Well, it's so cheap to fly there from here, from where I live. Yeah, and it really really shouldn't be that hard. All, all they got to localize it, really all I have to do is, uh, like the startup logo, they just have to get like the circles to swirl in the opposite direction yep. the way they do in the United States, and boom, you've got it localized. And in, instead of writing the, the word check, people. I didn't check for that when I was in New Zealand. Sorry, I didn't check you to didn't see the, the water flowed. I didn't, and now I kind of regret it. I need to go back and see. It's it's exciting stuff. And you didn't check that the, our flag has the the boot on it of you know a guy getting booted in the backside. That was the other Simpsons joke, isn't it? Why are we always the butt of everyone's <laughs> jokes? It's not fair, everybody. Just because we're because on the bottom we're of the deeply, world. deeply jealous of the lifestyle outside <laughs> outside of like the things that will kill you, of which there are many. It's like what it's and and we're also jealous of your rep, of collectively your reputation in the entire world. It's like for some reason, like the Brits have a have a reputation for getting drunk off their butts and being awful. You've got you've got meanwhile somehow you've got the reputation where yes they drink but they turn into lovely they're still lovely and charming people. <laughs> it's like they don't start wars but they will fight in your war. 
if you need them. They it's, it's true. It's everything you would probably want to, to to you're an aspirational country, really. We are. And we do, we do speaking of wars, we like to attach ourselves to any powerful nations and we'll, we'll join you. We'll come along for the ride just because we're so tiny and we can't defend ourselves. But I I did I did digress, Andy. I do want to hear about the adventures of your jelly phone because you've had it now for a week and a bit couple of weeks yeah and i think uh, and flo I, th- I think maybe the reason why i got it early is that i uh, it, i it was one of those really really super long work days where i was still like at my desk at like four in the morning and like the email saying hey from uh, from kickstarter or unihertz came in and said oh okay now all we need you to do is just fill out this form to you know make sure we have your address and stuff and as it turns out that i filled i've it came in at like 4.03 and like my the last thing I did before going to bed was check my mail at like 4.06. So maybe it's just that I was like one of the very first I think people so. to. So yeah. it'll, 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 it'll come through and you'll, you, and you'll like it when you get it. Uh, I've been, now I've been using it, uh, the, the, the full, the, the early gloss is off of it. Uh, but I'm still really liking it a lot. I've had um, there was <laughs> there was I had a problem getting it to recognize a 128 gigabyte as micro SD card. Um, I think it was that I had formatted it as XFAT and it didn't like it didn't it just would not oh. show up. But then I formatted it as fat and boom there it was. Uh, and so then I just uh, simply set it up as. Uh, I, I copied my entire iTunes library. I'm, I'm meaning my every piece of music I have on this huge like Synology server I've got here is now on this tiny little card of 10, 11,000 songs inside this tiny little like fun size Snickers bar sized phone. Uh, and it's such it's such a cool it's such a scene, man, to know that I've got everything <laughs> that I've ever listened to and the know? headphone jack and the, to and listen the, to it through. Exactly, and I was. I see. I, I the stars have never fallen from my eyes, despite this hardened, cynical, frustrated tech columnist that you you see before you. Like just last night, I, I had no need to cook it up to uh, the good stereo in the living room, but it's you know my 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 receiver has like Bluetooth, so it's connected to like a good amp and a halfway decent pair of speakers, and I'm listening to music through this, and I I could not get over the fact that. Again, this thing the size of like you take one marshmallow and you flatten it out a little bit. That's the size of this phone. And I'm getting this quality sound <laughs> through these speakers. <laughs> I mean, I could it's it, this could be stolen by if I if I coated this with peanut butter and left it in the front uh, front porch for 10 minutes, it would be stolen by a squirrel and would find it like next fall. That's how tiny and light this thing is. And then it would be and then it would be buried in your backyard never yeah. to be seen again. <laughs> And then yeah. you just have this hole in your backyard, anyway. But but hey, for I get for 125 bucks, I could buy another one. That's fine. I could do that five, six, seven, eight sure. times for the for the cost of a, a brand new Pixel XL. <laughs> um, and uh, and I've been uh, I've been trying to stress it out, but m- mostly failing. The uh, there if you I the only downside that I've learned so far is that you do have to be really careful about background apps that are going to touch GPS and touch location because uh, I was getting kind of bad battery life until I was I had to I had to sort of pair not not necessarily pair down but stop doing the hey if I if there's a app that I can think of I should install it on this thing uh <laughs> sort of sort of uh, mentality uh and so basically the default I just have the default set to make every app ask to access location before I let it use it and now I'm getting a day and a half two days of battery life out of it no problem and I'm like actually using it and walking around with it so that's working great the other thing that I, that I stressed it out on was 
Um, I have, again, back to that uh, Synology NAS, I've got every time I get a Blu-ray, I rip it into uh, full HD uh, to an MP4 file, and that's how I get my music through uh, through Plex uh, throughout, the, throughout the house. So I'd say, well, let's see, let's take a Pixar movie that's been ripped at 1080, full 1080 HD, like hasn't been optimized for anything. It really is designed so that this really nice playback hardware in my living room will play it beautifully and smoothly. Uh, and I was actually surprised that it was playing it completely smoothly, no flicker, no stutter, no nothing. Uh, obviously, it wasn't playing it at full HD on that tiny little screen, but I was expecting it to, to th that little processor trying to... De to decompress and stream through the to the screen this big big wobbling wobbly pile of data uh, i just have not found anything about it yet that has disappointed me so far so again i, I should say i'm not that i don't intend to use it as my primary phone i'm sure that if i was relying it as a telephone and everything else every day all day I would soon be like, oh man, what was I thinking? How, <laughs> how how good how 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 big did I talk about how 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 much I like this and how long before they forget about that so I can finally switch to a real phone? But for for what I bought it to do, which is to be like a separate pocket media player and also a working phone that, that can get me access to messages and stuff when I can't really have a real a huge phone on me. Uh, I think that was one of the best uh, 90 bucks I spent. That's I'm really happy with it. So I think that you'll be really happy with it too. I want mine. Mine needs to come already. I got my LED eyelashes. Now I just need my jelly phone. <laughs> well, let's see. Again, I ordered my LED eyelashes probably the same day you did. Uh, it sent me the true, Slack notification. <laughs> Uh, I had this. I had this. Um, I, I'm at that age in my life, you know. I'm a man that's slowly balding, and I'm thinking about shaving my head. But I'm like, the in between part where there's a, there's a bald spot, and but you still have some hair. I wonder if I can somehow mask that with LEDs. You've you've got me thinking, Flo. I wonder if I can get me like an LED patch or something that just like you I'll can put buy back hair there. off AliExpress. Like you can buy. <laughs> you can buy hair. You can buy hair. Yeah, you can buy hair that you can sew. Problem solved. To weave into your hair, I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> But it's there if you need it. Well, I mean, on on a woman, it would look stupid, but on a man, <laughs> I mean, Russell, the flowing head of hair, is something I definitely need to see in my lifetime. I think. Yeah, you know, get the Fabio look. I'd, I'd, I'd be into that. I'd be into that. <laughs> Speaking of things you can put on your head, someone put into our show doc that apparently the pixel buds uh, do actually contain a wire that goes between hmm. each headset. So this is true. So yes, it's just uh, there's a wire wrapped. The nylon is wrapped around the wire. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've been in touch with Google, uh, and so they did confirm that it's not just it's not just decorative. <laughs> uh, it doesn't just it's not just a convenience thing. It does. Con they are connected via a wire, so they're probably sharing battery. And the problem that's probably how they're also. Uh, I, I'm, I'm guessing that's also how they're, sh they're sharing some of the signal as well, which is no big deal. But it's. Uh, it's definitely that means it's definitely different from the way that the the Apple's AirPods work and the other and Bose is getting into the two separate buds for uh, for uh, separate for usage uh, model right now. Uh, like I said, it's 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 not a it's not a deal breaker. I just like the idea of I can use it as a one as a single monopod, so to speak. If I'm taking a walk or riding a bike, I want to have like an open ear towards traffic, yeah. or if I'm just I want to have some sort of situational awareness. Uh, you just and and the way that it works in the AirPods is just you just simply put take one out, whichever one, and put it back in the case, and it just simply understands what you're doing. Um, so we're, we're still gonna have to look forward to seeing exactly how well these things work in the wild. Um, 
I had I did have some good news on unexpectedly good news. I did some fantasizing uh, on the Google Store, looking at uh, the the Pixel because I don't I don't know if I will. I never count on getting a review unit. If I do, I'd never I don't count on when I'm going to get it. And I'm thinking, well, you know, I mean, technically, I didn't buy a new phone this year, so maybe I can still say that I can buy. And so I was just sort of pricing it out which one which one I would like. And so uh, I found I, I went through and uh, we talked a, a few weeks ago about how. It looked as it looked as though Google was entering into a partnership with a uh, one of those secondhand hardware refurb and resell sort of operations, and they will give you a trade in on on something. So I said, well, well, what the heck? Let's see what my uh, Google uh, my Pixel version one no, non XL would get without a box, without anything like that. And I paid about three hundred and eighty five dollars for it. I would get three hundred and thirty something dollars in credit towards the purchase of uh, a regular pixel. So now I'm I'm you you see a man who's deeply troubled cuz now I'm like, well, $500 for a brand new version 2 phone. Let's forget about the fact that I've already sunk 300 something dollars into this, but gee, I got that's $500. Oh, that's, yeah, that's, that's cheap true. for a new phone. <laughs> <laughs> you you did it, just sink the 3, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But hey, let, let's forget about that and focus on $500, which is not an excessive <laughs> amount of money to spend on a phone. I mean, as a freelancer, you just think, <laughs> how many pieces of work is that? Exactly. Or at least that's how I'm thinking of things now in these days. <laughs> <laughs> I should buy a phone oh, for bread. 800 words. <laughs> that bread? Oh, that's... This, this car in my backyard, what, that's 32,000 words, but that was for an op-ed piece that I wrote for the uh, bloody blah, blah, blah. I, I mean, the life of a freelance <laughs> journalist sounds awesome. I don't, don't know. I need in. Get me in, guys. Yeah, it's got it's got its, its plus and its minuses. It's got it's, um, it's got its ups and downs, especially like when you go for a car loan or or for for an apartment. It's like so. I, I'm a I'm a freelance journalist. I've been with a one of the major market newspapers for about ten or fifteen years. Uh, I also uh, contribute to uh, national news and uh, NPR. I've written ten or eleven or twelve books, most of them on the bestseller list for their categories. I also do commercially supported podcasts. That, 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 so that's that's what that's my job. And then they say, "Oh, I'll just put down unemployed." <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> Artiste. He's an artiste. <laughs> Freelancers do not like the to get the question. Papers, please, please show me your employment papers. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Although maybe this is why I'll never be able to go to China. <laughs> I, I do have a solution for you, though, Andy. If there is some kind of shortfall here in, in your finances, uh, this week's show sees a returning sponsor, which is more money in your pocket. It's a good thing. Yay! Yeah, well, <laughs> True, true. And they don't pay by word, which is good also. So this episode is brought to you by Linode. They have a fast, powerful hosting solutions, which you can set up in seconds. Their tools are easy to understand and then let you choose your resources and Linux distro, giving you the power and flexibility you need. And their plans start at just $5 a month. So that gets you a Linux server with one gigabyte of RAM in their Linode cloud. Uh, so whether you're just getting started with your very first server or you're trying to deploy some kind of complex system, um, Linode is the right choice for you. You should check them out. Uh, they offer the fastest hardware and network with fantastic customer support behind it all. Uh, it's never been easier to launch you know, a Linode cloud server. So Linode guarantees 99.9% uptime. And once your server is up, they'll endeavor to keep it that way. You know, They've got a dedicated team of staff that does that. So it's great for things like maybe you want to host a large database, you want to run a mail server, you want to run a private Git server of some kind, uh, any kind of powerful applications that you're trying to run in the cloud. You know, Linode is definitely worth checking out. Like I said, you can get a server with one gigabyte of RAM for just $5 a month. 
you can go all the way up to 16 gig of RAM for $60 a month. And as a listener of the show, if you go to linode.com slash material, L-I-N-O-D-E dot com slash material, you know, it'll be supporting us, but you get $20 towards your first Linode plan. And that comes with a seven-day money-back guarantee, so nothing to lose. Linode.com slash material to learn more and sign up and take advantage of that $20 credit. Or if you're already in the checkout process, material2017 is the checkout code you want to use. So we want to thank Linode so much for supporting this show. So we got to uh, we goof, uh, Google found itself in a sort of a goofus and gallant sort of situation here. Uh, Americans who've ever had a dent, had a visit to a dental office will know what I'm talking about. It's the I that, knew that, exactly that, what you, you I know exactly what you were talking about. I have no idea what either of you are talking about. That. I'm googling this right now. It was sort of a a a, a, a cartoon one page cartoon in which uh, the, one boy was named Goofus and one name one boy was named Gallant. Uh, and a word that I didn't know was actually where I thought was a proper boy's name until I was 12 or 13 years old, showing negative and positive examples of how a boy is supposed to behave, where it's like, Goofus uh, sets off fireworks inside the supermarket. Gallant helps elderly ladies with their shopping. <laughs> I've got one here. Goofus takes the last apple. Gallant shares his orange. Oh, such a sweet message. Aww. There's a lot of shaming involved. <laughs> Well, it, I mean, American culture. <laughs> what can I tell you? <laughs> we are a shame based republic. I mean, <laughs> yes. <laughs> So so Google's uh, – well, they had a little bit of a mix-up. Now, they sent home everyone who went to uh, a the A little bit event, of a mix-up. Tiny – you know, let's not judge. It's – you know, it's – let's focus on the fact – the fact, you can't deny, this, these are facts, that everyone who went to that launch event went home with a brand new Google Home Mini, did not have That's to pay nice. for it, it was evaluation hardware, didn't have to fill out a form, didn't have to wait for it. Now, footnote, an important footnote, but let's footnote this, that some of them turned out that it was leaving like the, the microphone on all the time and sending every noise and every piece of conversation that it ever picked up to a server <sighs> equity. Okay, let's just put it out there. I mean, but, let, but after that, let's talk about how nice the, the fabric is, you know, the glowy <laughs> thing, the range of colors. Coral. Coral, exactly. And the fact that you can't get them in Australia. But, I mean, I don't see the concern here, Andy. You've just got some journalists, you know, the, the journalists, whatever. They turn up to a press event. They take home a bunch of Google Homes and some of those Google Homes just listen to everything these journalists say. Like, I don't I don't see any complications, problematic or otherwise here. I don't, I don't see the issue. You know what, you're and, and right. Also- Considering the way everything is, who says that this isn't just the way it was supposed to be? I mean, nothing surprises me at this point in time. And I've, I've never had any of my friends say to me like, oh, you've got one of those Amazon or Google things in your house. Don't they listen to everything you say and send it back to some server somewhere? Because let's face it, no one's ever said that. That's never been a concern of anybody's when when they come to my house and see all the tech stuff. So I I feel fully justified that nothing like this has ever happened before. Hmm. Hmm. Remember that Freddie Mercury Google Doodle, that that cartoon that had the whole song? Didn't we all love that? Wasn't that nice of of Google to have that? So so I love Freddie Mercury. We we should actually say what happened. So it it appears, so uh, this was um, one of the reviewers on Android Police, wasn't it, Artem? This is Artem Rysakovsky. He is uh, the editor-in-chief, I believe. He is the head honcho. Yes, and I've actually met him at at Google I.O. as well. So he had a demo unit which he happened to be um, just, you know, just checking out, seeing what it was doing. And it turns out it was he went through his activity log and here was a whole bunch of recordings he didn't expect. And he's like, oh, that's weird. And he got in contact with Google, who, to their credit, 
you know, responded the same day really quickly and said, hey, we'd, we'd love to grab your unit. This was on a Friday night and they rushed over to his house, you know, swapped it, gave him two others, you know, hopefully fixed. And his like, house is like 40 <laughs> minutes away or so, by the like, way. They said, and they, they said that the problem is you, you, had it in, you had it in girl's sitting room. We want it in office and in kitchen. All your conversations are not happening when you put the first one. Can't hear very clearly. So he's two, two for your house. Please put separately where we can hear what is going on everywhere. And so we're not interested in what's happening in your baby's room. <laughs> very boring, very boring. And so it, it, they took it away. And apparently, you guys that, do that all really too well, by the way. It's, and, uh, and then they actually realized that the the fabric. So on the top of the the Google Home Mini, um, there's a I guess you call it like a touch sensitive type fabric where you can you can physically turn the microphone on if you don't want to t- uh, talk to it. You can kind of tap it on there. And it turned out that the fabric that was over it was somehow triggering that to happen. It was constantly triggering it to turn on. So. What would happen is the microphone would turn on. It's like, oh, someone's trying to say something to me. And the Google Home Mini would be dutifully noting everything down and trying to even respond to, to these queries that are coming in, you know, from a TV nearby or whatever. And then it will just keep turning on and on and on and on. But apparently since then, I believe Google said they've rolled out a, a software update to just turn that feature off. They're like, yeah, that doesn't happen anymore. Whoops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a pretty big snafu though. That, Somebody's yeah. going to get in trouble <laughs> on the development yeah, there's, team. Yeah, there's a, if you ever wondered, why, if you ever visited Mountain View, the campus, and saw like the Android Sculpture Garden, if you ever wondered why all those like fiberglass, like Android mascots are so clean, it's because screw-ups happen long enough that often enough that product managers are almost always out there after hours with a toothbrush and a can of Brasso scrubbing it by hand and thinking about that awful thing they did and thinking about how they're going to definitely make sure that something like this, i.e. being humiliated by having to clean the marshmallow by with their own toothbrush, will never happen again. So, yeah. So they and they, they also they also promised that this is only going to affect the three or four thousand uh, home oh. minis they distributed during these us. events. Yeah. It will not affect the wide <laughs> consumer release, whether whether or not this means that they are going to delay <laughs> the consumer release because they have they didn't ta- they didn't talk about whether this is a firmware problem or whether this is an actual hardware problem. If it's a hardware problem, I think you can look forward to either a very long delay or never being able to always having to say uh okay guillermo never being able to simply tap and speak as you go but, well the yeah. thread the threads that they used on that uh mesh lining or whatever i mean i guess it has to be like uh capacitive yeah right like the like the gloves that you buy yeah, exactly. Time, so exactly. You can use your phone. So I'm assuming if those threads, those small little threads are capacitive, they're just constantly making that connection. Yeah, I don't know. The, I don't the know. people are speculating about humidity because this this apparently was in a bathroom. Like it could be that. It could be a whole bunch of things. But I got to say, like from a PR point of view, what's the one thing you don't want to happen with the microphone that you put in people's home when you're already <laughs> Google and you've already got the not reputation, but there's already the the connotations that you know if we wanted to, we could just switch this thing on and we'd know everything you say. The one thing you want to avoid at absolutely all costs is this ever ever happening because your whole defense of that is like, hey, you've got this activity thing, you can go in there, you can see exactly what we've recorded you know exactly what's going on and if you happen to go in there and see that it's recorded a whole bunch of stuff that it's not meant to that doesn't inspire confidence and yes i know it's a bug and it's you know some kind of like hardware issue that they could potentially fix but pr wise man that that is the very 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 last thing you want to happen to a microphone that you know a network connected microphone that you're asking people to put into their homes is this is this a bad time to bring up the new or to bring up the often done conversation of 
what does it mean to have these things in our homes that are constantly listening to us, that are constantly <laughs> like looking to us for commands? I mean, right now, as I'm talking to you guys over Skype, I have uh, my little Echo Dot over here just pulsating, just wanting me to talk to it. And I refuse. I refuse to have any interaction with it whatsoever. Flo, we never talk anymore. <laughs> I know you're I busy never, with your I new never freelance talk to schedule, it. but it's it's just here for testing purposes. But apparently, has a message for me. <laughs> just here for testing purposes. I thought we had something, Flo. I know, I thought right? We had. It wasn't just testing purposes to me, Flo. <laughs> well, apparently, it thinks just because I bring you in my home. Yeah, and those those Amazon things are really aggressive when you put them into the mute mode. The whole. Th- thing lights up red and it's like i'm in evil it mode now you've muted me that's evil. Is, evil yeah it is why does it have to be all red like oh i think they know what they're doing no, but, you know, see that's 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 our own fault you, you take it home as soon as you start to feed it personal information it's going to assume that you're, you're going to it's you're her you're it's forever it's your forever Uh-oh. home we so, have a gremlin situation i can't put it in water it'll get bigger <laughs> <laughs> but that, but that is a good point. It's I, I've I've always thought that so much of what the, of what goes into the design of these things has to be about reassuring people that it's not going to do anything contrary to the owner's interests. Uh, and to be to be positive and fair, it's very very good that uh, part of the story is that when this person was starting to wonder why it was lighting up when it didn't seem to be receiving any commands, he was able to essentially open an app and see, tell me everything that you've been doing and don't yeah. leave anything out and get that entire, get that entire feed. Uh, and it's also why I kind of, even as a psychological thing, almost all of these have like a button at the back. The Google home has a button in the back you can turn on that will turn all the lights amber and say, okay, by the way, the, the microphone is completely, completely off. And even if you unplug it and then plug it back in, the first thing it does when it lights back up again, oh, by the way, the microphone is off. It's going to stay off until you turn it back on again. But thought you li- might like to know the microphone is off, so I'm not going to respond to anything. But wouldn't it be – I would really love it if that were instead of like a push button, like a what seems like a, a soft switch, if that were an actual like mechanical toggle switch or a mechanical slider switch that says that, look, there is now no electrical connection whatsoever between the microphone and the rest of this hardware. So it's not even – don't even think about there's a bug that will cause that microphone to turn back on again. In. Don't think that there's a hack that someone has uploaded to the device that will turn off. There is, unless somebody can break into your house and solder a brand new connection between this switch and that microphone, it is not going to be able to hear anything. Because I, I will say that I, I trust Google enough that to not think that it's going to be listening to me when I don't think it's listening to me. However, uh, I don't trust Google enough to think that it's impossible for there to be some sort of a code defect or hardware defect like the one we're describing. Yes. <laughs> well, it's sorry. You go for it. I was I, no. I was going to say something, and then I was just going to lament that I completely forgot what I was going to say, and I and I am bummed <laughs> about that. So I just wanted to let you guys know I had a good point to. Oh, now I remember what I was going to say. <laughs> sorry about that. Um, so I think Andy, you and I, as journalists, I feel like it really is up to us to let people know about what it is, or rather maybe it's, maybe it's just me, but I just feel like now I need to renew my focus and be more transparent and be better about telling people how to access these things on their Android devices, because there's a lot of people who do not know that you can sort of log these sort of things. They just, they get really excited about the hype and 
they buy the things, they bring them home, but maybe they don't really realize that all that transparency is there. They just have to kind of go digging for it because, I mean, nothing special was done to see what this little, you know, Google was doing. Yeah, I mean, that, that's a very interesting point is like the, there's no nefarious angle to this from that point of view because it's not like Artem sort of like figured this out and he installed some secret app that no one else mm-hmm. has access to and he spent thousands of hours in a command line thing. Like it, he just went to his activity log and he's like, well, this this looks unusual. And his activity log was on the Google website. Like that's something Google provides. So it that level of transparency I think does engender some sort of level of trust. I think Amazon has something similar where you can go into, I won't say the name of it because it will trigger people's assistance, but you can go into the app. And you can see the same. You can see everything it thinks it's heard um, from Oh, yeah, you, that's true. Which I think that's that's important. And, you, just, you know, if you have one of these devices, you should go in there and have a look. But it, there is another angle to it, which is that if you want to put on your tinfoil hat, you have to trust that the company is actually logging everything that they everything that you send to them goes into that page. I mean, it seems like to me from a commercial point of view it's in their best interest too but there is another side of, of the story where you could be like, hmm, is everything I say going into there or do they leave some things out? Like... Who knows? Well, and I also don't know where is that data going from there. I mean, I know, I know, I know, I know. They say they're not giving it to anybody, that the government's not getting it. But, like, I don't know what's going to happen down the line. I don't – everything has been nothing but a surprise to me this entire year. So I'm not going to take any company's word about anything. I just have – as a consumer, I just have to be okay with knowing that I am talking right now. I have devices in my house that are listening to me, and I have to be okay knowing that this is happening, you know, this is just happening. I've invited it into my home and now I have to kind of, I have to kind of swallow it. I mean, I, I don't know, I don't know how, <laughs> yeah. I don't know how better to put it. I feel like that's just the blunt way of saying it. You want this cool stuff in your house? It's like, I feel like I do have to give up a little bit of that privacy, Yeah, <laughs> at least well, in certain I, I, rooms. I think it's just important for everybody to understand the transaction that's involved in every yes. choice that they make online. And you, uh, I'm I'm sick to death of people saying, you know, that if you if you're using a piece of software that's free, you are the product. Yes, and I it's know. Like, wow, Th- I'm thank aware. you, thank you, college freshman who's taken his first sociology class. I had no idea that history was ri- written by white people. Okay, <laughs> hey, my mind's been blown. Uh, but it's it's and it's okay for it's okay to say that. Look, I'm not comfortable with a uh, YouTube is great, uh, Google Maps is great, Google Translate is great. Uh, but I'm just yeah. not comfortable with giving Google that level of information. I mean, for me, I think I understand what the transaction is like. And for me, I, there's a level of trust. Uh, I know the people, I know a lot of the people who work in Google security. So I know that it's not just their job. It's almost like a holy calling for them that this is what they're, this is what they're supposed to do. They're supposed to intercede between, uh, users and people inside all threats, uh, domestic and foreign, so to speak, inside Google and outside Google that might try to compromise that that security. Uh, other organizations, Facebook, I just I don't trust them. So I don't give I don't do that transaction. And every time that I get a notification that, hey, person you went to high school with has told Facebook that you're you went to, you know, Stanislav High School. Do you want to confirm this? Like, no, I want to confirm that I need to have a good talk with this person I haven't seen in 30 years to say there's a reason why I don't give Facebook any of my personal information. Why are you still thinking about me? That was 30 <laughs> exactly. years ago. Just go <laughs> away. You you dumped my books down the West Staircase every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday between study hall and math. And now you're coming off like, a, you're, you know, don't try to sell me insurance. I got insurance. <laughs> 
But, 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 oh my god, it is the worst. Oh, Andy, don't that. even get me started yeah. on Facebook Messenger, which every single time you install that on the phone, it's like, I want your phone number. I'm like, you can't have my phone number. But what happens when all my friends and family install it? They're just like, sure, and it uploads their entire contacts right. thing to yeah. Facebook. And guess who? Guess who's in there? It's me, and I didn't get control over that, which is that annoys me to no end. But we should we should leave that for another show. Yeah, we'll do. Maybe we'll make a special show about every. Let, let's just slag off on Facebook. <laughs> we could, you once guys. We're, we're I just asking. spend an afternoon at Oculus Connect, and I can tell you, I, I have a little bit to add to that. So, because <laughs> I love VR, go, but let's not forget that it's Facebook behind Oculus. And well, anyway, anyway, this is a Google podcast. So yeah, Google. So we'll we'll go out to Google. Before before we move on though, uh, just a reminder that uh, you should know the URL myactivity.google.com because uh, again, Google does uh, track a lot of your information, but they are really really open about saying if you want to see what we know about you, go to myactivity.google.com. In addition to uh, like your 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 address stuff you get information you've given them for uh, to use for use with services. It'll also give it'll also show you uh, whatever pieces whatever Google searches and browsing history and YouTube history that it's aware of. And you actually have the ability to click on that little stack dot and say delete this, so that now it doesn't know that uh, I apparently went to Deadspin and visited a web page called Woman Who Released Video of Dolphins Coach Snorting Lines. Quote: A point had to be proven. Unquote. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> I, I if I if I did not want that to be part of my, of the portfolio of knowledge that Google has about me, I could, and and I trust and I trust that that information is actually deleted and it doesn't make a note that Andy Andy Anatko is ashamed of having visited Deadspin so much so that he wanted this deleted. Okay, good to know. <laughs> I will say something I've always wanted to do on a rainy afternoon whenever it rains again in California. Um, I've always wanted to take the audio that it has of me and my husband, like talking to, to the little the little G home, and <laughs> like put it to some like you know, some like chill beats <laughs> or something, <laughs> and just like make just make some soundtrack for people just like listen to of just like us talking. I don't know. Oh, I you're, you're thinking like that Google Photos silly, feature but. where it'll take like. Ten of your photos, put some music to it, and like kind of move no, them I around. No, I mean I want, do that I want to create some like trippy. I want to do some like trippy music or something with just like the audio it's picked up. Because when you listen back to the audio, it sounds a little creepy because you're realizing first of all, I was at the other side of the room when I heard all of that, so that's why it sounds like I'm so far away because you can hear like the echo in the room, uh, and it's also creepy because I just talked to a little device that recorded me saying I'm. I'm still creeped out about that. And I've got like three of these things in my house <laughs> and I'm still like creeped out about it because. Yeah. And, and some yeah. of these look pretty ridiculous as well. <laughs> like I'm looking at mine here, 7.01 PM yesterday. I literally said the words, turn on the table, which, which I did. That's what, that's what I end up calling my light bulb because it, it, every time I said the word lamp, it would put an E on the end. And I really cannot understand why there's, there's no, is that even a word, lampy? But so I had to call my lamp table, and so now it, I literally have to say to it, "It is in Pee Wee's Playhouse." <laughs> exactly, ah, lampy. <laughs> <laughs> so here uh, it is in my log. I said, "Turn on the table," and I can hit this little play button, and I can hear myself saying, "Turn on the table," with my kids in the background of all things. I had to do that too. Actually, I had to say, "Well, I had to say, turn on the lamp," um, because they didn't understand when I said, "Turn on the light." what I was, like, what room I was in. Light seems to associate with all your lights and it gets mega confused. It's like, It huh? does, and I just, but 
See, and then we could have a whole another discussion about just how <laughs> these things do not understand the actual like natural language the way I want to speak to it. When I speak, I, I do not speak as well as I write. I'm kind of all <laughs> over the place in, ca in case you haven't listened to me enough by now. <laughs> that's just the way my thought process really is. And I need a machine that can understand how I think that I just I think out of order. It's just the way that I am. <laughs> well, do, do, do you do any of us really want that? Do any of us want to like suddenly like imagine like three more iterations of sophistication on these devices, and we find ourselves saying, "Oh, Google Home, you're you're the only one who really understands. Me. You're the one who thinks about my needs. It's like you know, not only do you know it was my it. birthday, you, yeah." <laughs> It's called Her. Her, yeah. <laughs> uh, I suggest you watch it. Joaquin Phoenix is pretty good in it. Don't know about Scarlett Johansson. I've, I've never, I, I understand that they were... Who was, the, who was the actress who did the voice the first time? Because they replaced her dialogue, I think. The first time? There was a, the, the, rather, they, they, recorded, they recorded a different actress, and then for some reason, someone didn't like it, and so they decided to hire Scarlett Johansson. I'm trying to figure out what was what was wrong with that voice. If it was, it was Samantha Morton was her name. Okay, not 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 firing it. Oh, I, I I hope it wasn't. Oh, let's even even Scarlett Johansson's voice, even the even the even the Black Widow's voice will add some marketing pizzazz to, to this. I hope that wasn't the reason why. <laughs> yeah, I hope not. Yeah, Hollywood definitely wouldn't do anything like that. We should not go there. Definitely not go there. Um, no, we ooh, definitely should not. <laughs> we, we do have one one last news story before our next ad break, though, is that if you're talking about positive PR and, and the way these big companies yes. can actually help, which which they sometimes mm -hmm. do, let's be fair, uh, it turns out the FCC will actually allow Alphabet's Project Loon to deliver Air Balloon LTE to Puerto Rico, so emergency LTE services, which... I think is you want to talk about big tech companies being evil and whatever, and sometimes they are. Let's face it. But this is this is cool. This, how cool is this? You've got a floating hot air balloon. I've seen one of these at Google I/O. They're these huge, sort of see-through um, balloons. Like when I say huge, they're probably the size of. I'm trying to think if you can stack maybe twenty elephants on top of each other. That's that's the kind of they're, size they're scale pretty, you're thinking. Yeah. Of. yeah. They're, they're hot just, air balloon size. And this is floating over an island, delivering like LT data. I just think that's that's really cool. Can I? I just it's gonna get a little somber and I apologize but we were talking about um so like all the California fires uh in the North Bay are pretty much in my backyard they're about like 20 miles away from where I live and so you know everything's shrouded in smoke right now but there's people missing and there's not a lot of cell service right now because so the cell towers have actually been engulfed in flames um and I just think about like how great this is because imagine like not being able to get in contact with anybody because everything is just out and being out in the middle of the wilderness where there's no light, there's nothing. It's just pitch dark at night. And just to have like, I don't know, just to have a, a, a little bit of hope in the darkness. It's just, and I, and I know that this is just PR for Google because a lot of like the carriers have been, um, kind of going crazy on Twitter going, Hey, we're going to help out Puerto Rico. We're going to help out the victims of this and the victims of that, which is great. But it feels like such a, you know, it feels like such a PR blast, but at the same time, like how wonderful is it that we have the technology, we have the ability now to just literally send a balloon out into the air and deliver the kind of connectivity for people to be able to connect with their family, to connect with their friends, to be able to even just like maybe listen to the radio broadcast uh, or whatever they need to kind of hear what's going on. 
the ability to remain connected in a disaster is really important, especially when you're trying to materialize people, to bring people together, you know. So anyway, I, I think it's wonderful. I'm so glad that yeah. this technology exists. Just, just the ability to say, I'm okay. Yep. That's Precisely. really, you know, so it's, I, I suppose this is an opportunity for, as, as mean as it's been about uh, Facebook, that they added that really wonderful feature that, yeah. that when they recognizes that when there's a natural disaster, there's just a button to click that so just simply sends, I'm okay. Meaning that, and that's suddenly, yeah. I think most of us have been through at least one disaster of one kind or another uh, that, where you really needed to hear from somebody who is probably be, from somebody. Okay, I don't, I don't, I don't need to know if your house has been destroyed. I don't need to know, you know, if you're going to be on time yeah. for a meeting or something. I just want to know, are you okay? Yeah. And that's and you feel and you feel like kind of a as as interested as you are in someone's welfare. You feel as though as the, this infrastructure has been hit terribly, and it doesn't need one thousand people per friend or family member just trying to text or call somebody just to find out are you okay and in puerto uh, rico the infrastructure was already really bad so there's like yeah. a lot of rebuilding that needs to be done just to the power lines so just to have the ability that's the thing though everybody has a phone in this day and age everybody has somebody that they need to get in contact with i remember there was huge yeah. outrage here in australia over a whole bunch of refugee stuff they're like look these refugees have phones like they must be rich or whatever it's like no 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 the, everyone down from like people that are homeless all the way up to people that are multi-billionaires everybody has a phone like it's a, it's an essential part of life you can't you can't get by without the ability to call people and and you know organize things and especially during a disaster like this like even worst case let's say there is something wrong and you need to call emergency services or you need to try and organize you know some kind of evacuation or something just being able to make that phone call that, i mean i don't want to get too dramatic but that could be the difference between life and death the ability yeah. to connect to to other people who can help you out that's that's you want to talk about things that are essential like that's that's essential yeah absolutely that's they're, essential they're, andy rubin yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean sorry. to make that pun. I'm in sorry, there. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to derail our somber talk. I just needed to remind some people out yep. there. But yeah, I mean, there there are people who are temporarily homeless. There are people who are non-temporarily homeless. And one of the miracles of cell technology is that you don't need to have a fixed address to have contact, a permanent way for people to get in touch with you. And you better believe that over the, over the next months probably there's going to be people who are going to be hopping from a shelter to a some place that they can stay for a couple of weeks to yeah. the first semi-permanent place there they got put in while they're waiting for their neighborhood to be put back together i mean it does it's been a couple of weeks since uh, since the hurricane and i so the fcc has uh, posted is posting regular reports on how their how infrastructure is doing uh so as of today uh, 78% of the uh, of Puerto Rico's cell towers are still down uh there are 78 counties in Puerto Rico of those 15 are 100% without service so 15 counties of the 78 in Puerto Rico have zero cell phone service uh, and so it's going to it's it's it also it you know it it also bears uh Thinking, remembering that there's a reason why they call this project Loon. A it reminds <laughs> with balloon very nicely, but this was one of those wonderful Google projects where someone came up with an objectively stupid and crazy and absolutely impractical idea. And Google said, You're, "This is a stupid idea. Here's five hundred dollars. Go do the math to prove how prove yourself how bad an idea this is." And they spent that money to just do some. No, actually, this is technically feasible. You know. 
I've had it with you. You know what? Guess what? Here's ten thousand dollars. Do a do a do an actual like build analysis, and and then you'll see how bad and stupid this idea is. <laughs> and then like, no, okay, no, no, wait. Here's no. a million dollars. <laughs> yeah. And so it it was a it was a stupid idea until it was proven to not be a stupid idea. And we were all uh, uh, they were mostly talking about how useful it would be for rural areas that there's just no way. You in certain parts of the of the world, to string cables or to string uh, satellite uh, downlink locations. This way, you can just simply float a balloon that can simply survive on its own for a period of time. But now it's becoming even more clear that as a way to quickly restore basic infrastructure to a place where you can't get trucks anywhere, you can't get roads anywhere, you can't get food and supplies anywhere, but you can at least get a communications network uh, set up again. Uh, what a wonderful thing! And also, I've, uh, the act. I've also I've already done my active contrition for Facebook. Now I've, I've we've been saying nasty things about Ajit Pai, the new director of the FCC, doing some really stupid, crazy things to make <laughs> to basically make sure that big communications corporations will not be bothered by the rights and interests of uh, in, about of uh, actual human beings in 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 the uh, country. However. Uh, this happened because uh, the FCC immediately realized that this is what, uh, this is something that was needed and necessary. Uh, they had to they couldn't fly unless the FCC uh, granted uh, permission, and so they have they very quickly turned around an experimental license to do this. They have a uh, Google has the has permission to fly between uh, October sixth and October April fourth of next year. Uh, and we should we should also underscore that the the accent is on the word experimental. Uh, they've Google has deployed this before, but never on this scale. Uh, this is Puerto Rico is an island of 3.5 million people, uh, and it's not as though they're not uh, that uh, on the ground forces aren't restoring communications infrastructure as they go. Uh, I think the night uh, went from. Uh, I think the, a few days after the hurricane hit, I think the first FCC estimation was that about 92, 93% of the cell towers were down. So they're they're knocking that down. But obviously, I, it's, you're, there's usually a curve uh, to this where the last places to get it back are going to have to wait a very long time because there's a reason why they, are, they have to be the last to uh, get service back. So thank you, FCC, for not finding a business reason to, dec- to decline <laughs> permission to, to, to allow this to happen. Ugh. Oh, glorious FCC! Ugh. Well, let's let's do we, let's do it now to to really really change gears. I want you to <laughs> send the focus to people who are uh, in very very dire dire straits and danger that we send uh, send our really our our best karma to to uh, another question. How, how do I look? You two, we're doing, we're doing this on on Skype. You see video? Do I do I look impressively dressed? Or nicely turned out? Yeah. You do. You look very nice, Andy. I was actually going to say, like, oh, I noticed you're wearing a sweater this evening and a collared shirt. I'm thinking Andy's heading out somewhere. Some, some events going on, maybe. Now, just to make sure that you don't think that I've been replaced by a doppelganger. Underneath this, I am wearing a Linux for Power PC T-shirt that I acquired in 1997, 1998. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is one of only two white T-shirts I own. I only own them so when I go to weddings and funerals, I have a white T-shirt underneath my dress shirt. But this is also a way of saying that this episode of Material is brought to you by Bombfell, the online personal styling service dedicated to finding the right clothes for you. If you're a modern man, you might like to streamline the more stressful parts of your life. With Bombfell, you can update your look with brand new items to refresh your wardrobe. When you sign up to Bombfell, you'll be paired with your own stylist. Your stylist will hand-select items they think will work for you. 
They'll look through your men's look through menswear collections throughout the world to find clothes you'll look great in. You pay only for what you keep, and returns are free. It is the smart way to shop. Bombfell is completely flexible. You can push up, delay, or skip shipments at any time. And so, yes, I'm wearing my first Bombfell shipment, uh, and i I like the way I like this as a way to like mix up your wardrobe a little bit. Uh, I'm, uh, it's like my, my mom used to buy me clothes for like birthdays and Christmas and, and they're always, uh, stuff that I wear for sentimental reasons, but also, okay, I would not have bought this for myself. And this is clearly mom saying, oh, honey, you would look so smart if you just wore this instead. Or such. And then, then you realize that, well, actually, actually, this is a nice sweater. I'm, I'm all right. This is, in, this is in the rotation. And so uh, with Bombfell, it's kind of like that, where you stop, if you're in a clothing rut, you sign up, you basically say what your vague styles are with a sort of a, here, here are a bunch of different, uh, different styles, what, would you, what you think would describe you. And then we'll start picking out clothes for you. And then you can, uh, the, first, uh, the first selection that it sent for me was a little too clubby like the, i would not i would not want to wear like this uh, the, i think there was like a pair of blue pants with that the, the fake fading on the tops <laughs> but the thing is you get to you get to say no not that how about th-? and they'll say well how about this instead yeah that looks good uh, and then uh, soon uh, then you It'll be up there. You get some time to think about it. You can cancel. Uh, then it sends you the package. You get it and you try it on, and you can still t- you can t- uh, turn it back, take it back if you'd like. Uh, but yeah, these are nice. This is nice duds. It's like you're you're. I mean, you're you're talking you're talking to somebody who many many times throughout my my, my adult life have checked into a hotel or something and been addressed as either reverend or rabbi. So clearly, I needed <laughs> I, one of, and one of the one of the rabbi times. It was actually when I had realized that oh my god. Gosh, I'm you know my my clothing is usually like very very black, very very somber. I should it's it's the summer. I should buy like some sort of a fun wacky like aloha shirt, and then like after being addressed as rabbi, I realized that the wacky fun aloha shirt was like it was like that kind of a pattern, but it was in like dark gray, dark green, dark grayish blue, and I had put like a black vest over it. <laughs> So, so so sometimes you need like your mom or an independent outside authority to suggest, well, what if you were to try this? Uh, and I'm, I've, I have to say that uh, when I opened up my, my, my bag that had, uh, had, the, had the, uh, this outfit in it, I've bought things over the mail before and oftentimes they are like styled for they – they are tailored for, let's say, the typical uh, – more of an athletic – swimmers like asian physique not for somebody who sits and types about technology most of the day uh but no this is this all fits perfectly uh i this is this is kind of in the category of stuff that is kind of too nice for me to wear every day and it's going to like be in the closet for when i'm going out to dinner with some people i've never met before so i have to make sure that they don't know that I usually live this way. Uh, the quality is <laughs> quality is very nice. Uh, it's it's uh, the the pricing was was pretty good. Uh, I've you are also talking to somebody who's used to <laughs> there is there is discount stores, there are outlet stores, and then there's where I typically shop for clothes off the rack, which are salvage stores. There, in New England, there is a store called the chain of stores called Building 19 that literally, like when the sprinklers go on in a warehouse and the entire contents is is declared by the insurance company a total loss, it would be dried out and shipped to Building 19, and that's where I would buy my shirts <laughs> and my. <laughs> so this is not as cheap as Building 19, but it's not, but it's not ridiculous prices. It's really within the within the bandwidth of what I would expect to pay uh, for uh, for nice clothing. So 
like I said, there was a very, there was a very, very good experience. I'm keeping, I'm keeping my account because, like I said, if you want to never buy it, if it's not like a, the the book of the month club or the Columbia uh, <laughs> album club, it's not as though you they keep sending you clothes that they then charge you for. It's you can just simply say, okay, we've we've found, we've have some more suggestions for you based on what you liked the last time. You can say no, 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 no. How about no package this month? Uh, and really, really works very, very well. So. Uh, they also have a, an exclusive deal just for material listeners. You can get $25 off your first purchase by visiting bombfell.com slash material. That's B-O-M-B-F-E-L-L dot com slash material. Signing up is so easy. You just tell them your measurements, be honest, and the kind of clothes that you like in a simple questionnaire. Then you'll get an email from your stylist with your hand-picked selections. You'll have 48 hours to make any changes to your items or even cancel altogether. Once your clothes arrive, you'll have seven days before any pay Payment is made, so you can send back anything you don't like. You're in total control. Bombfell has, also has the option to sign up on behalf of your partner. Okay, so it's time to upgrade your wardrobe and feel great in the clothes you wear. Go to bombfell.com slash material. That's B-O-M-B-F-E-L-L for $25 off your first purchase. Bombfell, open and clothes. We thank Bombfell for their support of this show. That was amazing, Andy. Thank you. Speaking of uh, bargains, I have to tell you, I don't know if you two heard, but uh, Google apparently bought Apple for $9 billion, according to the Dow Jones, which, if you ask me, that is a bargain. I mean, how much money does Apple have in the bank? Like, they must have some real trouble getting that back from overseas if they can snap them up for $9 billion. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, they they really should have bought two at that price. I would have bought like four or five Apples. Bought a Microsoft, thrown like an Amazon in there. I have this this food sealer bag system, so there's like a good uh, good price on hamburger meat. I'll just like freeze it, bag it, and just like for when it's when it's at a good price. I mean, they should have they should have frozen at least four or five apples, you know, for when they run the first four into the ground, and they st- they still need to have uh, a smartwatch uh, policy back. Yeah, I mean, let's say Eddie Q gets a bit embarrassing. You, you kick him out the door and you say, well, we only paid $9 billion. No big deal. We'll, we'll grab us an Amazon. We'll grab us a Microsoft. We might pick up like a Facebook or something like we're out shopping. Like just just grab them all. See which one works. Um, <laughs> is this like is this like we're LARPing or something and we get to pretend um, <laughs> that Google owns Apple and that Sundar Pichai runs Apple and that oh, man. If no, you no, this Duarte signs Apple and... This was published by no less an authority than the Dow Jones News Service. I believe they know uh, what they're talking about. Exactly, and that's not. It's not as though none of these claims hold water. They're they're saying that uh, app that uh, Google will move immediately into the brand new uh, Google space. Uh, exactly, the brand new Google spaceship campus in Cupertino, uh, which to me like, makes a lot of sense because it's a big O. So that's like uh, Apple doesn't have a, a single O in their name. Google has two. So for future expansion, like they could add a G like the first year, and then yes. like another O. Actually, they'll, they'll probably they'll probably just like reuse the old plans for the second O. So it'll just be ooh. It'll be the ooh campus and then mm-hmm. an L, the yeah it's yeah I, I, yeah that was a so this was the classic they were testing a some tech feature so they're testing some new technology in the service they had loaded up some dummy news stories uh and yeah okay they oh, hit the wrong that button what happened? So they, that's what they happened they were just <laughs> testing a new rss feed like yeah, and that went it, actually a whole series of articles. Uh, another article right underneath that was that was that uh, Google is thrilled about this. Uh, another one about the spaceship campus, and yeah, and so they quickly withdrew those, but not not enough time for it actually to affect Apple stock price. Now this is interesting. These Apple Apple stock actually got a bump from these fake news stories. So 
that's can, that means that uh. like the stock market likes this idea, Google, Apple. I mean, if you if you really want to like you know, yeah, I mean, why do I, I test yep. it? A lot, a, lot, a lot of you guys have uh, men and women. You've got like stock options invested. If you really want to like make a final killing, you know, real estate where you're living is not going down. It's going up. It's going to be more expensive and more expensive to live there. Just you know, consider the sale. You know, if it's, if nine billion dollars isn't enough, that's that was just that was just like a that's how that's an opening figure. Okay, you can just they might go as high as 20, 30, 40. You know, it's not the market cap of eight hundred and nine billion dollars that Apple actually has. But, you know, there's there's some devaluation. You know, once you take a once you take an international tech company off the dealer's lot, you immediately lose 50 percent of the value. So That's eight. That's four hundred million. I was about it's to got, say, doesn't Apple have more than this in cash? Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't they De- have like an absurd amount of money in cash? Details, details. Like, they're like one of the richest companies in the world, just as far as like how much cash they have in their pockets. I, I mean, could Google even afford them? And I mean, this in all honesty, I don't mean this to throw shade to Google at all. But I just know that the one thing I know is that Apple has a lot of money. <laughs> put it put it this way that it, that if uh, if that uh, that Google Home problem if uh, if an Apple product had that same problem uh Apple has the sort of money and resources to have sent people out there immediately to have Artem Rusevkovsky killed <laughs> as opposed to fix the problem and then cover it up which probably would have saved them a lot of money. Yeah, they should have done that with the case of the 4S, you know. Who knows? Maybe they did in the past. I'm not saying they should have done that. Artem is a wonderful, wonderful responsible journalist where we're all lucky to have. Him. Hypothetical idea, right? This is never ever ever going to happen, but this is a fun hypothetical. Let's imagine instead of buying the HTC uh, hardware division, which is about 100 or so like um, engineers and people, imagine that Apple split itself up into so Apple software was over there, Apple services were over there with um, a man I love, Eddie Q, and he's crazy, crazy dancing. Who, who wouldn't want to work for that guy? Let's say they all separated that bit off, and now all you've got is Johnny Ives' hardware division and all the engineers and, and designers that work with him. Google making hardware, remember Google software <laughs> running on Apple hardware, that that is like a dream come true for me. Like we're never going to see it. The closest we got was the original iPhone that had like, you know, Google Maps and YouTube built in and stuff. Uh, I believe- I, I believe Ms. Ion would like to be recognized by the chair. The chair recognizes No, no, Ms. I'm Ion. just making noises back here. I, I have nothing to add to what Russell's saying. I'm just. Oh, are we not? Are we not a fan of Apple hardware? Is that, is that what I'm getting here, Flo? I mean, I like their laptops, but like the iPhone, <laughs> you know, the Pixel though. The oh, Pixel Two. Again, have you seen then, the Pixel Two? Yeah, but then two? look at me. Look at me, right? I jumped at the opportunity to have every new pixel. So who am I but another freaking <laughs> lemming? I am just as much of a lemming as the rest of you. I'm I'm just as bad. I've been waiting for this my entire life. I've been waiting for this <laughs> Apple-like phone to appear with Android on it, and it came and I bought it. I completely fell for it. I did it. So I am part of the problem. I admit I've this been wholeheartedly. For a phone <laughs> like you. To come into my life, Andy. You know that I've, I've made a. Waiting. You know that I've made a music video with that song, right? And a phone. What? Oh no, no, I didn't. No, I did not. Can we have yeah, a link I did, for the? Uh, I did that for the. I did that for the Galaxy S8 as you like a not. joke. Like, really? I did. Yeah, I, I, I have to get a link to this because I have not seen it. <laughs> I love that song. That's good because your your voice is actually in that register as opposed to. Hey, build one. Florence on Galaxy S8 music it's, it's, video. It's on my Instagram. It's at oh that flow, and <gasps> I don't post that much, so you could probably find it. Is it? 
25 minutes. No, this is Android. I'm trying to find this. I'm going to find this. No. This is my new mission in life. There's a lot of no, videos I'm, I'm of looking. me online, Russell. <laughs> yeah, I've just noticed that. you got all of that Android. You've got, you're an iMore for some reason. Why are you an iMore? I wrote for iMore. I worked at Mobile Nations for 10 minutes. <laughs> no, I understand the Android Central part, but this is actually on iMore.com. I guess they do sometimes Oh, run yeah, Android I wrote articles. the Galaxy S8 review for them. Yeah, I'm reading it right now. Amazing. I think I have seen this, but I have not yeah. found this music video, so that's going to be my mission in life after this podcast. It's on Instagram. To... It's on my personal Instagram. Is that an O oh, that flow? Yes. Yes. You know, now, now, I'm sorry, listeners, but you've got two people who are very, very, very <laughs> interesting. Like, it's, it's like when you find out that like when you're, one of your coworkers once dressed as Winnie the Pooh for Halloween like at their previous job, and suddenly all work in the office has to stop until you find the C. Is this exactly. the one where you appear to be doing yoga flow? No, it's not that one. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> There's another video here. Uh, no, that looks like a field. Open okay, field. I'm gonna go find it. How old I'm is gonna this go video? find it and share it. Flo's walking on the beach. See, this is this is this is why you scroll, need to post scroll. more to Instagram. That way, you absolutely bury anything you don't want people to see. <laughs> oh, the galaxy is that? There you go. You found it. You <laughs> see, I made it. <laughs> oh, it's loud. I just blew my own eardrums out. I'm sorry. It's because I I recorded it because I I didn't have the MP3. <laughs> so I recorded it off the phone. Yeah. So I made it because I was testing Adobe Clips for all about Android. So I made I made that little video with it. And and so I decided I'm just going to do this from now on because it's it's awesome because I oh, get I'm so just happy the like about button. I just exactly. get so happy about unboxing phones. They're just so fun. <laughs> just take them. You know? I, uh, it's a lo- it's a lovely video. I was I was hoping for like you you're like running through a field and like 120 <laughs> frame per second video, <laughs> clasp clasping it to your heart, <laughs> twirling, <laughs> doing, doing, doing doing the doing like that that scene from Titanic from the bow of the boat, <laughs> holding oh, hol- holding the scene. holding the phone and promising never to let go. I mean, and if I did, I it'd may- be fine because it's water resistant, unlike the first generation oh. Pixel. There you go. See, zing. You should, we, we should we should be pivoting towards video. That would have been just absolutely great. I mean, right? Yeah, <laughs> I totally have is. the face Ooh. for video, and I've got the f- voice for audio. You went so to, it's you like went to a monster, monster truck rally. Package. I did. I did. It's been fun. It's been so fun. Anyway. Oh. <laughs> Very good use of the looping effect because the, the the truck is doing like a backflip, but then like backing up and trying it again and again and again as though thank you, Anthony. Some some someone forgot to do like an exit clause in the in, in the case loop. Thank you. <laughs> it's just gonna keep doing that until it runs out of battery. Honestly, though, Google Photos does all those animations for me. Really? I yeah, yeah. I'm just super. I, I love Google Photos so very much. It is just such a great app. If you don't have it installed, um, because I'm assuming you're not using an Android phone, which why are you? I mean, I guess you would listen to this podcast if you didn't. I mean, yeah, right? <laughs> no, I mean, the Google Photos is available on iOS. There's no reason you can't install it on it's there true. as well. And it's true. The but other I, day, I love it. It, it. it made a video of my cat. I kid you not. It's so it recognizes cats, obviously, now. And it made this video of like 
something, something UK. And I did from the day we adopted it from the shelter all the way up to now. And the music on it was horrible, like absolute horrible choice of music. But you turned the volume down and that was actually like a really touching video. I'm like, you can change the music, you know. You yeah, can go yeah, in, you yeah, can add whatever sure you, you like and it's very easy. But I enjoyed very, it. I'm like, easy. this is a cool little roundup. And then every now and again it'll troll me as well. It'll make um, really – I took this photo once of dirt. I don't really know why. It wasn't a very good photo. And it made like one of those rendition, you know, Instagram-style filter black and white photos of this patch of dirt. And I'm like – I don't know if this is the best thing I've ever seen or the worst thing I've ever seen, but you go Google Photos. You're doing a good job. <laughs> yeah, no, I've you've you've just gotten me to. I, I uh, had one of those happy accidents where I was clean. I was cleaning out some like a uh, my my phones from like a drawer that need to not be put into like long-term storage and yeah. so but first making sure that like i'd backed up whatever photos were there forgetting that i had like google photos like backup going until i saw the prog oh backing up 8812 photos like from like 2015 2014 i'm about to ah oh, damn it like let's just see how this plays out and this is the first time i've hit google photos since then so i'm not seeing an amazing number of animations from places yeah so here's a <laughs> here is a i should i should save that and show you there is because because you're you're so nice to show uh you were nice enough to show us uh uh the i've been waiting for a someone like you <laughs> click on by the way share, foreigner is on, one yeah. of my favorite favorite bands i know that's all i listened to as a kid is that out <laughs> is their greatest hits so this is this is me trying to do a gag photo of a famous picture at the L.A. Art Museum, Museum of Modern Art, and all the different like poses I was trying, but I turned it into this really weird animation. peep. <laughs> <gasps> yes. See, as, as you can see, I'm, I'm trying to master like a good puzzled expression. Like it's blowing my mind. I'm trying to figure it out. <laughs> and if it, and if it were if it were something that I had spent like a lot of time to, to create this animation, that would be kind of sad. But as something that it made for me, that's like okay, well, that's that's kind of fun and that's kind of cool. You know, and look how and look how perfect the animation track is, and it's only eight hundred and ninety six kilobytes, so you can easily share it on social media. Yeah, I should I should do that. I should do more of that. Here's here's something more. Okay, we should we should we should wrap up the show. I see you're you're watching me like literally seeing these animations for the first time. Oh, that's time. cool though. It looks like a cinema. It kind of look not a cinemagraph, but it looks it looks like a motion photo. Wow, the lighting is changing as well. We'll put these if Andy gives me permission. That is, we'll put these in the show notes. So, someone was doing like their bridal photo in front of that beautiful like street lamp display outside there, which always puts as a as like a, a, a photo amateur always puts me in a bad situation. Saying, "Ooh, that would be a beautiful picture of a bride in yeah. front of those things. How can I get close enough to get a good picture, but not so close that I don't look like I'm creeping on somebody who's probably spending eight hundred dollars an hour for this photographer." <laughs> Anyway, yes. So yes, three votes. So three thumbs up for uh, Google Photos. Yes. Yes, three Definitely. thumbs Indeed. up for Google Photos is is good, how we are ending Google. that giant <laughs> digression that we entered in. <laughs> Everybody, oh. see, you, you got to realize it's going to be about four months until the next big like hardware announcement. So. We're no, we're petered Google. out. We have like we're just like, hey, <laughs> hey, all the hard stuff's over now. Everybody, kick back, have fun. Christmas is right around the corner. Halloween is up next. We got got candy corn in the kitchen. Anybody want some? And the the thing that I love this, about this is one of our listeners uh, wrote to us on Twitter last week, and uh, he was like, oh, you know, I love the show. It's great, but can we have a little less banter? I'm like, no, you can have a little more banter just for saying that. So take that. 
person who wrote to us. This so, helps us. Exactly. Good for a relationship. Yeah. It's, 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 it's like it's like a good meatloaf, okay? There is some bread and other like binders that hold the protein together that give it its shape. And for us, it's the banter. It's the breadcrumbs, it's the egg yolk. I, I love meatloaf, by the way. I have no shame in saying that. Uh, oh, for so- as, as immigrant as my parents are, the one thing I enjoyed <laughs> eating at other people's houses was meatloaf. So thank you, America, for giving me that. If 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 this if you if we had gotten to this topic at three minutes in instead of one hour and twelve minutes in, that was going to be our next fifteen minutes talking about meatloaf. I, I am on <laughs> I am on team meatloaf. When I when I have when I have when I have ground beef that needs to be done needs to be used in the next two or three days. Big, I got a sous I got a sous vide for so a big thick burger is definitely yes. one, number one on the list. But then there's going to be a loafed implementation of said meat happening. Damn, so it's actually lunch. I kid you not, it's lunchtime here. You, you've both it's made dinner me, here. You've made me extremely hungry. Now we can't get really get meat for loaf in Australia, but I'm going to look for it now. So, Flo, if people want to follow you online and find um, crazy photos and, and videos of you singing, where where do they go? Uh, right now, just come find me on Twitter at oh that flow. Uh, and also I posted about some of the fires on Snapchat. Well, it's going to be over by the time you hear this, but, um, I am documenting the fires right now on Snapchat. You say that as if um, it's a bad thing. Uh, the fires will be well, finished I'm by the time you know, it's my first wildfire. This is my husband's second <laughs> in California. <laughs> Lucky him. This is my first wildfire. So, you know, for me, this is very scary slash fascinating. Yeah. And hopefully everything is all right down there as well. What's that old uh, Johnny Carson joke? Let's see how are things going in California. Oh, things are going great. The mudslide from the earthquake put out the wildfire. Oh God, yeah, that is such a true Johnny Carson joke. And if if we had more time, I'd love to ask you about Carl the Fog. But another time, Andy, where can people find you online if they want to find the kind of stuff you're up to? I, I hope uh, there's some videos usually- of you with crazy music as well. By the way, oh, he's gone. Wow, I didn't realize I offended him that much. He just wow. disappeared off what the face happened? of the earth. Just, just in case Andy doesn't come back, we've, we've had a Skype failure here. Um, I believe his last name is spelt, I want to say I-H-N-A-T-K-O. That's the price of admission apparently if you want to find his stuff. I think there's an anarcho.com. I have a feeling he writes for the Chicago Sun-Times. You can also obviously we're at relay.fm slash material. Oh, he's proper gone now. Um, you can find me at Rusty Shelf on Twitter and... <laughs> If we can't get Andy back, that's the end of our show. So until next week, <laughs> I'm not kidding here. Stay. Oh my gosh! In material, people, stay in material and stay off Skype because apparently it's it's really bad and Andy's long gone. Hi, I, I just thought it would be fun if I were to mentally cause my entire Mac to crash, uh, not app-wise, I'm talking about like whole system platform-wise, and force me to restart and reopen everything. Hey, the power to be your best, right? Uh, anyway, so I'm I'm sure that uh, Russell and Flo didn't say anything disparaging about me while they're closing the show on my behalf. That's the sort of partnership that we've crafted uh, low these many episodes. So everybody, stay safe, stay warm. If you have loved ones, hug each other. If you don't have loved ones, it's not your fault. It's just 2017. Bye-bye. Aww.